You're listening to Kiama Community Radio. This program is proudly brought to you by the Kiama and District Business Chamber. It's a pleasure doing business with you. Our local businesses are the backbone of our local community. Even in this connected world, you might find that exactly what you're looking for is right here already. Start with the shop around the corner. When I moved to Kayama a few years ago, every single person I asked to recommend a place that served good food with a good dose of live music pointed me to the art bar Kayama. I got the impression that more than just a bar or restaurant, art bar was a hub for local creative people to meet and to exchange ideas. And I wasn't wrong. Nestled in the small shopping strip near the little blowhole, the art bar Kayama is quite unique part art gallery, part music venue and tapas bar, but mostly neighbourhood meeting place. It is also one of only 103 regional businesses to have received a grant from Destination New South Wales Refresh and Renew Fund. With restrictions lifting, Jamie and Bruce invited me to see the bar's new look. Hello Jamie, hello Bruce. Hello. I must say it looks very nice. Can you describe the refurbishments you've made? Yes, so we, um, well, we've taken out the old shop front and we've replaced it with bifold doors. You can see that opens up the whole restaurant to the street now. So you can sit in the front tables and look out at the ocean. Fantastic. And uh, there, was, there was a bar here before, but it was quite difficult to sit at and it was quite forward in, into the dining room. We've moved that back. Now people can comfortably be seated at, at the bar and have dinner, which gives us more seating capacity and people can get past really easily but the main to change I think is the lighting we put in beautiful pin spot lights so that we're able to focus so that we can make all the artwork on the walls pop more and like a gallery it's a lot more like a gallery and uh, and we've and we've put in black acoustic paneling that you can see here on the ceiling it makes the ceilings look a lot higher and on a couple of the walls and it makes it very very quiet it's perfect for recording like we are today and of course, for the live music side of things, I imagine musicians love it. And also from the listener's perspective too, I'd imagine it's greatly enhanced. It is. We were a bit worried because the piano is up against the main acoustic wall. We were worried that the soundboard up against there would swallow the noise, but it's the opposite. It sounds beautiful. So there's still a lot of wall space to display oh, all the yeah. artwork. We've got about 15 metres of wall space to Goodness. exhibit on. So when did you open with the new look? Just before shutdown. So two weeks before. Wow. When um, we did some work during the lockdown, a few more things that needed to be finished. We opened with a triumph, and then the government gave us a lovely two hours to close the doors. At three o'clock, we got notice that we had to close at 5pm, and we had a full restaurant that night. That is a incredible. full restaurant on the Sunday. So. Wow. So the staff were well fed for the next few weeks. Of course, <laughs> I can imagine. Beautifully fed. Uh, who designed the new look? Lisa Papish, she's just two doors down from the art bar. There's a new architectural firm have gone in. They used to work out of her home in Jamboree, and they've taken that, that shop there. So they're our neighbours, and when we saw what they'd done with their interior, we asked them if they would design ours. Fantastic. And the brief was nighttime chic. That's right. <laughs> and I, I think they've captured that. Right. <laughs> now, when did you first open Art Bar? February 2016. Yep. 
And have you always lived in a Kaime LGA or did you come here to take up the business or how did all that work? Um, Jamie's art career was going really well in Sydney and he needed more space. He was working out of his kitchen in Erskineville and he'd been made redundant from UNSW by myself. I was his boss's 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 boss, which is our love story. An interesting start to, <laughs> to, to your relationship. Great start. <laughs> so Jamie moved down here with a little bit of money and then I was coming down for weekends and things and I just had to move down as well. So then when we got here, we did it the wrong way around. We moved first without jobs. Then we had to find work. And Very I worked, brave. I worked in a kitchen waste store for a couple of years and Jamie's art career continued to go really well. And um, so we actually started a, a little arts events business called Canvas Events, helping some of the local artists sort of professionalise the way they presented their work. And we ran a couple of exhibitions and a little mini festival called Kaima Pop out of the old fire station. And that helped us to grow our database of artists and new customers for what was to become the art bar. And to get to know the community. Mm. Yep, absolutely. And what made you decide on a, I suppose, format like this, a, a gallery, come tapas bar, come music venue? We were driving down to Victoria. We were delivering some commissioned works down there that I'd created and uh, we got sick of Bruce working in homeware. I was in the kitchenware store. And um, it's like, we've got some money. We've got a lot of intelligence and experience behind us. Let's think about what we love and create a business around what we love. And when we talked about it, it was, okay, we love music, we love art, we love food, and we love wine. No brainer. (laughs) Wow. I'd been to London Business School a couple of years before, and I had a coach there, and she said to me, if you do what you love, often it can be, you know, incredibly successful you know they're often the most successful businesses because they've got that passion and drive behind them i I had i had a very good career at unsw and um was paid very well and you know had the corner office and all of that but i wasn't Mm. happy and so this was all about finding happiness i think location plays a part as well kaim is all about quality of life isn't it absolutely and there's a huge creative community here which mm. we discovered really early on there's a lot of artists and musicians, and musicians yeah. a lot very smart people who obviously know where the best place to live <laughs> is yeah <laughs> now you're both very involved in the local community um obviously particularly in the in the art scene is there something you would suggest to become part of the community and to build um, a community. We didn't know anyone we when we moved down. Um, we thought the best way to get to know people and build relationships and friendships was to get involved. Um, and I met with Louise Croker from Kaima Council, who is, looks after the arts programs down here. And we became quite close, and she was a good resource to have and introduced me to people. Yeah, that was the way to go. Yeah, I think the first people we met were the Combers that have the optometry shop and their kids one of them had just bought them in a Mara cafe it's I brendan's st- girlfriend yeah brendan's girlfriend yeah. Elise. brendan brendan Combin's little girlfriend elise she and bought, um yeah. and they oh, did a little bit of an art bath thing there they hang artwork on the walls and they invited jamie to have an exhibition and and that's when they said well could, could you help us with the art side of the exhibitions at minamara cafe and that's that was kind of where it started so 
obviously the the art bar is a commercial venture. Yeah. But my perception is that Kaima residents perceive this place to be more than that. There's a sense of community that you've obviously created. Was that intentional? Was that deliberate? Yeah. We had a vision of it being the, the 21st century Cabaret Voltaire. Where right. like-minded creative people would come along and, you know, there were no rules or boundaries unless enforced by governments. But <laughs> they would just come and create and hang out and share and inspire each other. And for the first couple of years, it was pretty much an open mic sort of situation there. It was really anybody who could perform and... Um, DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DJs on the weekends and all of that. It's become a little bit more of a formula and a bit more of a... A little more curated. And it's a lot more curated now. Absolutely. So how do you balance the need to make a profit and the, the contribution to the community side? Look... It's changed, obviously, as I said, it's changed, but I think when we, when we started the art bar, it wasn't really about making money. We just wanted to be comfortable. We moved down here without a mortgage, and so it wasn't really an imperative. We didn't want to lose money, which we did in the first year. For some reason, I could manage huge budgets at UNSW, but it was really beyond me running such a small one. <laughs> well, small businesses are notoriously difficult they are. to sustain. They are. You know, and the commission with the arts and that sort of thing, our contracts change. We professionalise a lot. We start setting budgets. Yeah. What we would spend on music. We work with the artists instead of them just coming in and basically using the space. We started to curate the shows we know the space really well and we know how the um, artwork works in the space. So to have Bruce's background in curating and fine arts and my experience in visual arts, working together and making the most of it, that helped. Yeah. And your, you know, your love for music and... And events, I was in events, events yeah. for a long time. And do you find that regeneration is important? For example, this new look? Yeah, and it's like the art bar grew up as well. Yeah. We took over a business that was previously a cafe and... Um, we transitioned from a cafe, something that was very busy during the day, and we created it into a nighttime venue. So as that evolved, so did the look of the bar. Yeah, of course. Something my first big boss at UNSW told me was that model of continuous improvement, just reinvesting in the business, always analysing the business performance. And that's something we've always done. We've always introduced, even if it's just been new crockery, new glassware, new menus... We've always done that. Every six months, do new look and feel. It generates interest. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Because and it's renewal. a small, you know, Kaima is, while it's growing, it's still pretty small. And we want a reason for people to keep coming back. That's the beauty of the art bar model with the exhibitions is it always looks different, the art bar. But then we, you know, then we were also able to offer different food, beverage, cocktails and that sort of thing. For repeat customers, absolutely. You mentioned a scoop. You actually have some news to tell us. We do have some news. Big news is we actually put the art bar on the market yesterday. You are kidding me. (laughs) No. Goodness gracious me, I'm in shock. Wow. Is that what you were going to say? Wow. (laughs) Yeah, it's something that... um, It's like the cycle of of a business. You know, we've had it six and a half years and we feel... Like, it's now time to hand the reins over to somebody else. We're not closing the art bar. We've no intention of doing that. We own the premises. So, you know, and a little bit on the back of perhaps the success that the Kaima real estate's been getting in the last year, we see it as an opportunity to hand it on to someone else. So we're not in a rush to sell. It's just gone on the market yesterday. 
it may take six months, it might take a year. That is not, terribly and not, exciting. And we're not going to give it away. <laughs> of course not. Put all blood, sweat and tears into the place. But um, So anyone out there looking for a new beginning? Yeah. For a new career perhaps? Oh, it's very tempting, there'd isn't be it? Lots of, I would imagine there'd be lots of restaurateurs in Sydney that perhaps want to downscale or are looking for a sea change. It's a fabulous opportunity. It's a really good business. It has really loyal customers. I think that's one thing that we have. I, I've certainly learned early on with the art bar is if you have something that people genuinely want, even if they don't know they want it, but once you can tap into that, the community really gets behind you and they will do anything to see you succeed. And that's really unique. That's quite different to try and open a restaurant or a bar in Sydney where your neighbours want to shut you down. You know? That's right. Here people really get behind you and they really have supported the art bar. So we're excited to see what happens to us next and we're not sure what we're going to do next. Um, oh, well, there's a myriad of possibilities. There is, yeah. yes. Maybe we should talk to you again in a few months' time <laughs> yeah. and see where you're at then. Yeah, where our imagination takes us. But in the meantime, we wish you all the luck. Thank you. And hopefully your your plans all come to fruition and, and good luck with the sale. We are terribly disappointed to, <laughs> to... I mean, I speak for all the listeners that obviously people have held you in very high regard for a very long time and um, we'll be sorry to see you leave the art bar. But it's, it's a tough, it's, it was a tough decision, but you know, one thing also London Business School told me was sell when the business is doing really well and it is doing really well and it's never looked better. So I'd like to go to the art bar. Yeah, we would. That's right. <laughs> and that is one of the other things is people often say, oh, we love the art bar. We love, well, we love it too, but we don't get to go there. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So help us out. Let us go to the art bar. <laughs> Jamie, Bruce, where do um, listeners get more information about the sale? about the business Ray White selling it for us Robert Moore selling it so they're not a they're not a business broker so um, they can sell the commercial premises and then um, we have a lawyer that's looking after the, the business contract side of things fantastic so if they jump onto Ray White's side it's there now good luck with all that thank lovely you. talking to you thank you for your time pleasure Join us next time when we talk some more to the guys who run the shop around the corner. You've been listening to Kiama Community Radio. This program was proudly brought to you by the Kiama and District Business Chamber. The views, information or opinions expressed during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Kiama Community Radio.